everyone and welcome back to another episode of CQP Moments. As always, I am your host, the Coupon Queen Pen. Happy Friday, everyone. And you know what that means. It's time for a recap of Firefly Lane. This time, ladies and gentlemen, we're on to episode two. So let's take a moment out and we'll be right back. Now we see them kind of like partying because they're happy to have their quote unquote brother back at least for the day or so, you know. And then we find out also because there was talk of Tully cutting her knee. And we find out that Tully is doing a lot of partying, a lot of partying. And in her partying state, she decides to take Corey's sash and tiara. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of CQP Moments and a little bit of everything with me. This collaboration episode special with the coupon queen pin from CQP Moments podcast and a little bit of everything with me. We are going to be recapping Firefly Lane. We will be discussing our opinions about the storyline, the characters, and how they evolved. But we will not be talking about the social issues that has occurred during this episode. We are not professionals. And we are strictly here to discuss about the storyline and the characters. We are going to be recapping Season 1, Episode 2 called Oh Sweet Something. A traumatic assault, a hidden romance, a signed consent form, secrets both shared, and unspoken tests of Kate and Tully's friendship over the years. How you doing, Coupon Queen Pen? I am awesome. I am awesome. So, okay. Tully and Kate, dear goodness, these two are inseparable. Yes. And, you know, now seeing the second episode which guys, we are going episode by episode and I'm already like itching to watch the next one and itching to binge, but we can't, we're sticking to our guns and we're going to go episode by episode, but this, (laughs) it is hard. It is hard. It's hard. This episode really teaches how two individuals from the moment we saw Tully being very friendly with Kate because she is like your neighbor. Like you know, you want to get to know your neighbor. You have somebody to go to because now we've seen Tully's childhood, her teenage life, and what her mom is. She doesn't have a dad in the picture, from what it seems like. So this is like someone who's desperate, who very desperate, who wants to just make friends and be able to have someone to talk to because now we're noticing she really, she barely has a mother. Yeah, she barely has a mother, but I mean, the thing with this is remember from the last episode, she really didn't have anyone except for her grandmother because remember when her mother came to pick her up, she left her in she left her on a park bench to go protest. It, it's like, uh, you know, so she really didn't have a mother to begin with. It's, it's, and, it, and it's sad because you see this girl who's crying out just to have that love and affection, but her mother rather be protesting, partying and doing all these other things but not paying attention to Tully, a.k.a. Tallulah. And it's so sad because she's at her prime, like, teenage years. You can tell she's being herself. She's being a rebel, too, at the same time, but also just wants that love and affection from the mother. So throughout this episode, there was a lot of back and forth that we kind of see the same similarities as who they are as people during the present time, which we'll talk about later on the episode, but also it was kind of hard to keep up though, because you're just like, Oh, what happens next? And then we're back to the present. And then it's like, Oh no, like what's going to happen next in the present. You go back to the past and it's just like, how do you keep up? 
Yeah, and I think the other thing is you don't know how far back we're going to go. It's like quantum mechanics. You know, you don't know if we're going back to childhood, back to when they first started working together, uh, you know, or if we're going to be in the present. And this is something that you definitely have to keep your eyes on at all times because it's like, okay, wait, what what's going on here? You know, you're you're looking in and all of a sudden they're on a school bus or they're two women sharing an apartment like it it's gets a little like wait what's going on you know it's so true we went back three different times like the present when they were working together and then when they were kids so it was kind of like okay where am I next so you really got to pay attention but also the colors the cinematography throughout these different stages have really changed and kind of give you that moment of okay now we're in a different time so when they were kids, it seems like there was more colorful moments and right. everything's a lot brighter. Like it even gives you like a little bit of a blur, especially. Yeah. When- it's giving you that, 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 that haze, that, yes. that weird haze. Cause I noticed that I was like, oh, that bright cheeriness of childhood. I mean, even yeah. though everything isn't going quote unquote perfectly for these two young ladies, but instead, and we're still looking at it through the the bright cheeriness of childhood you know exactly exactly and then when you go into their work life presence you get not much of the cheery haze but you still get that brightness and then Right. When we go into the present, it's like you're getting all these like darker bluish hues. It's like they're we're seeing them go through different experiences in their present life that brings us back to our past. It's kind of like, let's put an example. For example, from last week's episode, we got to see how Kate meets her husband. So that was good times. And then right, how... Right you know, that first moment when they go out to the bar, but then when in the present life, they kind of connect us with how she's actually fallen in love with this PTA parent. And she gets these flashbacks of how when Telly was just dancing with him because, you know, she had to go and help out with the auction. It's like, we're seeing how she reacts from her previous experience to this one. So that's what it seems like they're trying to give us. They're trying to give us, okay, this is what's happening. They're not talking. And, you know, we're trying to see what's happened in that moment during the present, the past, and obviously when they were teenagers. So it's a lot happening at the same time. Yeah. So forgive us if it seems a little bit confusing because it's like, we have to keep going back and forth. It's it's not like, oh, it's one straight line. It's really not. <laughs> It's really not. So, but you start after a while, you start to see how things are connected because we actually find out that Tully's producer is okay. Kate's ex husband is still Tully's producer currently, but he's taken a, a job over in a war zone. Yeah, which is, you know, they've been working together for so long, despite of the relationship and the divorce. But Telly really tries hard to tell him, like, you need to talk to Kate, you need to speak with your daughter, have that conversation. You know, you you need to, she really puts her foot down this time, because she knows how much this has hurt her, and tries to be that friend of like, no, you need to go see my best friend, because you have hurt her. And it it's I love seeing this side of Tully because she's actually kind of just like really trying to be there for her friend, even though, you know, they've had their own little past, they've had their own fling. And, you know, it seems like the producer, of course, we see it through the episode that he really has a crush on her, but doesn't really, I guess, hasn't really told her, but does have feelings for Tully. And we see that throughout the episode going to the past of how that whole, I guess we could say thruple started because you've got Kate who actually likes him. And then there's Tully who's just in the middle, but the ex-husband, the producer actually 
likes Tully because the way he looks and talks to her. So again, so much happening. Right. But it also seems like he's the only one that truly sees her because he's seeing something that even Kate isn't seeing. Um, And this is something like when it goes back, when he says, you know, she's Tully's really sad. And, you know, according to Kate, she is having the time of her life. But he's, it's like he sees her in a way that no one else actually sees her. And it's almost like he sees the true Tully. And also, too, she doesn't really share much of her past. So I'm assuming he doesn't, since nothing has been spoken about it, because it's like general conversation anywhere. Like, hey, how's your parent? Tells us this, how's that? But for her, I feel like maybe, because we obviously don't see this yet, or I don't know if we're going to see it. It seems like she just talks about herself and how life is going in general. And you don't hear none of the extra stuff, like her parents, her past, etc. So maybe he does even, like you mentioned, sees that she she's lived a life that's kind of like, I hate to say this, but kind of like the sad life. Like she really hides it through her success. She hides it through her work and she's just, you know, living in the present moment really. So I found that, um, yeah, he, when he said that, I was just like, damn, like, you know, even though he may not know much, he knows something for sure. He feels something. Maybe he's gone through a similar experience that we don't even know about yet. Very true, very true, because we do see where she's, um, you know, because remember, Tully has a talk show, and she's interviewing a a guest, and all of a sudden, she breaks down. She's, you know, the woman is telling her how she wanted the love of a mother, and we're seeing a physical, visual breakdown of Tully. And the producers actually don't know what to do because this is not the person, you know, they want the Tully Hart that's understanding, but not the Tully Hart that's on television breaking down because of what a, what a guest has said. And it's, it's very confusing to everyone, like you said, because she doesn't talk about her past. Exactly. And it also takes us about how their friendship evolve as, as uh, kids. But in order for us to see that, we kind of stumble through the present of how this consent form, a consent form that I even thinking about it, that I would never step over that boundary. Yeah, that consent form was so rude. So Tully's, I mean, Kate's daughter asked Tully to sign a consent form, you know, and because she didn't want her mom to flip out, but you're doing something when, and I have to say this, when it comes to other people's kids, you, there are certain boundaries you don't cross. You don't, you just don't, you know, to me, at that point, it's when you say, you know what, go back and we, we can talk to your mom together, but you're going to tell your mom, I'm not going to sign this. You know, it's, it's not like, you know, can Timmy have crackers at school today? That's, that's, not, that's not something, you know, but yeah. Mm-mm. It's so true. Like that's going over borderline. Like, even with my nieces, it's like, I even have to ask the mother if they can even have chocolate. <laughs> you know what I mean? Cause again, right, it's not right. your children and you don't know, like, it's just, I always have to tell them you need to ask your mom for permission. And I always have to keep that way because it's also a sign of respect, a sign of respect that I'm not going to give you everything. I need to go through the main person <laughs> because I don't want to give you something. And all of a sudden, like what happens if there was something I didn't know about that you couldn't have, right? So this consent is obviously over and above and beyond. Like that is something you don't do, not even step. Like I cannot even imagine. So I was just like, <laughs> wow. And, you know, she has every right to be mad at Tully, but also see through this whole scene that's unevolving, we kind of get through a glimpse of how they became closer together. 
So as mentioned earlier in this episode, we were not going to talk about the issue that has happened, the social issue that has happened in there, but we're going to fast forward. We're going to talk about the moment that she was walking home and sees the horses that um, Kate had in her backyard. And she's just sitting there reading a book. And that's where the moment I felt like their friendship really got close like it was just like I'm gonna be there for you no matter who you are as a person you're a neighbor to me we can become friends and stuff like that and she was obviously a traumatic experience she's mixed emotions and really you know Kate really asked her like are you okay and she says no so what's wrong like tell me so she ends up telling her what happened and tries to console and say we need to tell somebody about this and from then on, she was just like, no, 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 like we can't like, you know, it's my fault. Like I, I went, I went and gone out with this person and I don't want, she doesn't want to cause any problems. So she just be, they basically made a pact, like, let's not tell anybody. This is our secret between you and I. And from that moment forward, that was how their friendship really became so close. Yeah, because she had a number one secret on her. She just had like a number one secret. So it's like, okay. And the thing is that Kate keeps this secret. Kate really does keep this secret. This is not something where she's like, oh, and then she just goes and tells somebody. She she keeps the secret. So these two are like, okay, they're at the hip. But the coolest thing is where... Tully is sitting in the back of the bus and again she looks to me it's like she looks at Kate and she goes we have to work on your makeup look you know I'm I'm gonna come by your house and we're we're gonna work on your makeup look and 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 I think at that point because it's it's really seeming to me like most people think of when we think of things like that we're thinking of mean girls where the girls kind of make the outside girl feel like a project. But you see here that it is, it's out of love, out of friendship, out of caring. You know, I'm really going to help you. And and I think that's really what, what the difference is. Yes, exactly. And Going back, it's like, they're so two different people, completely different people. And the fact that she, you know, stood up, because let's be real with reality, being on the bus. And if you stand up and do something differently or the opposite, you're being looked at, you're being made fun of too at the same time. And when you look at the scene, you're kind of like, something's got to happen. Like, why isn't their kids screaming in the back, like saying like, you're a loser or something, because that's what we're so known of hearing in the day-to-day reality. So it was really nice to kind of see her just get up and really just sit beside her and just say, hey, you know, it, it seems like she was initiating, let's hang out more, but in a different way. Right, right. And I think that was the cool part about it. That's really the, the, the crux of it all is the whole, you know, like, she was trying to figure out, well, how do I reach out? How do I reach out? And to me, did did it seem like even, even though Tully is the more outgoing one, she is still apprehensive about reaching out because of her past? It could be, it could be because when we go into the present, and again, going through the consent form, because during this whole consent form uh, uh, situation and how Kate got so pissed off and said, you know, get out of my house. I don't want to talk to you anymore. Just get out, get out, get out, because she was so upset. Then we go back to the present. We go back to the past of that school bus and her being there with her together. It's like she's yeah, she's really trying to seek out and say, hey, I want to hang out with you. I want to let's resolve the situation. And it's so weird how it goes back and forth from this fight to how they became friends. And it's so interesting how the creators done that because it gives you an eye opening of how their friendship started and how it's right now their friendship is in a, in a spiral situation of 
you know, they're completely mad at each other. Um, and 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 I love that both sides, if it makes sense, because you're really seeing how they act when there's a situation, when they're kids and then in their present life, how people don't really change. You become that same person all the time. Right. Right. That's, that's the, that's the crazy part. So it's like, it's like but the thing is you see how it it's for like they're softer with each other because of their past they're you know it's it's like you know they're eventually gonna talk to each other but they just kind of got to get over this and and that and that's really what you start to see is like they've been through way too much to let this consent form come between the two of them Mm mm-hmm because again, there's that secret that Kate's held for so long for Tully. And, you know, there it's a testament of their friendship. And, you know, they've been friends for so long. It's kind of reminds me of my friends. Like we've been friends for 20 years and it's just, those are the only people that you could talk to and rely on and be able to share all that stuff. And, you know, friendships have been tested and it's just like, it's remarkable but also seeing their story of completely two different people. I think it comes down to that. People who are complete opposites, different paths of life and how Tully's become so successful. And Kate wasn't as, I guess, as the top of the mountain as Tully because she wanted to get that fame because she's very outspoken. Like you mentioned, she's very out there. So I really like how they created this. And I know it's just episode two, but they've done a great job so far. So from the consent form, the secrets, we do see a quite a bit of their work life of them living together. Right. And they're so, can I say they're so 80s? They're like <laughs> so 80s with the flipped out hair and you know, the hairspray and they're both in the mirror and it's, it's just so eighties. It was so cute. Um, but then we find out that they're actually all on the same team for a former beauty queen and Corey, what was her name? Corey, but she was famous to, to them in their town because she was the beauty queen. And so she's now doing the news, which is more than likely how she's gotten her job because she was a famous beauty queen. And so they keep allowing her to pitch all these weird like stories. And the story she's pitching now is about CDs. And according to her, you can scratch it and nothing will happen. And unfortunately, because she scratched the disc and puts it into the CD player, it is now skipping and she doesn't understand what's going on. But she's throwing a temper tantrum because she's the star of the network. And so the funny thing is, this is also when we find out that even though Kate likes John, which is Tully's producer, or at the time, Corey's producer, um, they're the cameraman likes Kate. And she is like, she doesn't have eyes for him at all. But then we see Kate's brother, you know, the young man we forgot about, but there's a reason we forgot about him. He's been in the Navy. So we see Kate's brother come. And of course, she's super excited. You're like, who the heck is this? Because we haven't really talked about him. Because we haven't really seen him. Except for when they were younger. And now it's like, oh, okay. And, you know, Tully runs up to him. And they're talking and all the great stuff. And they finally introduced that this is her brother. But it's not that. It's when her brother and Tully sit down and they're actually talking about 
if he's met someone, if they're cute. And this is when we actually find out that he's not into women. He's really into guys. Um, we had we had a sneaking suspicion of that before, but now it's been confirmed. But we also find out that, guess what, guys? Kate has no clue. Neither does her mother. <laughs> so they're trying to figure out if they should say anything to Kate, if they should, you know, talk about it. And he's like, no, no, just leave it alone, you know. So there, you know, we find out how really, really close these three are. But now we see them kind of like partying because they're happy to have their quote unquote brother back at least for the day or so, you know. And then we find out also because there was talk of Tully cutting her knee. And we find out that Tully is doing a lot of partying, a lot of partying. And in her partying state, she decides to take Corey Sash and Tiara and paraded across a glass table and falls through the table. And that is how she cut her knee. And it's like, oh my gosh, these two are like, they're talking, John, because John bandages her knee and they're in there talking about how things should go and the lives they should have. And the cameraman who has been, has had a little bit too much to drink, walks in and thinks that it's the bathroom, <laughs> which was a little bit of comic relief, but we don't know exactly what was getting ready to happen between Tully and John, because it could have gone further than that. But, you know, it's kind of like, eh, the cameraman broke it up. So it, it's interesting to see their dynamic. It's, it's very, very interesting to see their, you know, their whole, that they're still very, very close. Because even after this, in the present, a photographer comes looking for Kate's current boss and he finds her and he starts talking to her and finds out that, you know, John is her ex-husband and there's like almost, I don't know how to say it, like six degrees of separation between all of these people. Like they, they've been in a business so far, it's only such a little bit of separation between these people. Everybody knows everybody. You know, it, it's it's so crazy. It is. And also going back to the brother and speaking with Tully and everything, we kind of get also a little bit of a flashback of the past of how, you know, it seems like Kate, when she was a teenager, she was actually had a crush on his friend, which we knew behind the scenes, it was his boyfriend. And she kind of thought like, oh my gosh, this guy's interested because he says, oh, you're making a puzzle. Hey, let me help you out. And, right, you know, right. they wanted, his brother wanted like, okay, let's go out. Like, let's go. And we see them hold hands under coverly, which in Kate's mind, she's thinking like, oh my God, this, this boy's interested in me. So it was interesting to see that. And also how in the present, you know, like you mentioned having that another secret so brother with um with tully saying like i don't know you're gonna see something to your sister and how happy he is and how excited and again like you mentioned like were they gonna tell her now kate it's it's like it was really hard for him to really say the truth of what's been happening yes he is seeing somebody but um, I guess the response from the mom saying like, you know, she's been praying for you every day and so worried about you and everything like, you know, this will make her happy. And, you know, he really couldn't tell her the truth that he's been hiding. 
So that's unfortunate, but I hope we get to see that evolve through the next coming episodes. But um, John and Tully had that moment when badging up her knee that you mentioned and with a cameraman having a crush on Kate. (laughs) Yeah, it's kind of like, it's kind of like no one sees, it's kind of like 90 day where no one actually sees the person that actually likes them. Hence the hairdresser and Mike. (laughs) Yeah, it's like, why do these people not see that there's somebody like two feet away that really likes them? But yeah, so I'm one of those people. (laughs) Trust me, I don't feel bad. I think we've all had those, (laughs) those, uh, you know, those parts where it's like, it's like, girl, go talk to him. Why? He really likes you. Who? <laughs> him? Who? Him? Me? Him? Like, you know, you're, you're, you're having that moment where you're, you're just like, you're, you kind of sound like you're, you're losing it because you're trying to figure out exactly who they're talking about or who they're talking to. Literally, but, that's how I feel like every time in my past, even with with who I am at the moment, my husband, I was just like, really? You? Me? I thought we were just being friends. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like, you know, I, 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 I kind of find it, I don't know, maybe it's just me, but I kind of find it weird when, when a woman can be bold and she's just like, yeah, me, you, drinks later. Like, oh, oh, really? Wow, that's how you do things? Okay. For real. (laughs) But um, again, we can't forget what's happening in the present too. Like they're still upset with each other. We're still seeing their work life. And we even get a little bit of their work life where the brother says, you know, John really likes Tully. John really likes Tully. And he's like, she's like, oh yeah, you noticed that. Like she was so like, because she does like him. And, you know, she probably would have thought that um, John would have mentioned like, no, the brother would have said, you know, Kate and you, you and John would have been great, but it seems like the tables have turned slightly that she caught, got off card that she was just like, yeah, 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 yeah. Tell you, John. Right. Yeah. right. And, and I think that's where you also see the whole reason she was upset about the PTA guy and, you know, it's like for her she kind of feels like history is repeating itself exactly a hundred percent so once we see their you know the brother come back and they're so excited they're super happy you know they're planning for the next day like let's hang out together we go back to the present life of kate starting her new job with this boss with high demands and i'm just like kate what are you doing there? She she can do so much more and so much. I like, know. I know. Why take that job? You know what it is. I think, and and this is something that I see a lot is like, especially after being home all, you know, with the kids and everything. And a lot of times, women kind of forget that they were originally go getters. They were, you know, you can demand more. You can it's okay to go after that. It's okay to, you know, dream big. And she's actually fallen into caregiver mode. So she takes kind of a caregiver job, you know? So she's like in the bathroom holding the dog after doing, squeezing its glands, which is like a really disgusting uh, event for anyone that's never done it. Um, which actually they, they actually need, but it's, it's one of those things of, if you can't do it, you can, okay. For those of you who have a dog, who have never expressed their glands, you can kind of take them to the vet and let the vet do it. Cause it's really disgusting. Um, but she's doing it and she's in there and she's just like, ugh. And the crazy part is this is when the photographer walks in and is asking her questions and you find out the, the 
small separations between because he's asking her about her boss and then he asks her about her ex-husband and Kate has this way of giving way too much information it's did you notice did you notice that that Kate really does have this way of like giving way too much information and the poor guy's like uh okay yeah (laughs) but I also think because she's like super nervous I feel like in any situation she's kind of like super nervous like you know it's nice that she laid eyes on the photographer but it's like she's just super nervous she's like trying to date again and it's like she she's not like telly where she could just be outspoken and take control of the conversation right right so you know she's she's continuing with her job and then she walks out and she sees the photographer and he says hey you know what I'm trying to get my light right can you help me and she still has no idea that this guy is still kind of flirting with her and she's like you want to take pictures of me you you want to take pictures of me and she's trying to figure out how to stand and what to do and she's like be natural and she's so guarded that you we even see in her body language she crosses her arms and she's fidgeting a little bit she doesn't know how to stand but he's still like kind of into that and he watches her walk away and she has no clue but she's on to meet her you know to see her boss who is in a meeting for some idea that she's pitching and you know the the network isn't happy with the idea that she's pitching and all of a sudden you know Kate comes in and says well what about that idea you had for you know and kind of saves the day and we see that this is the type of person that Kate is. She has these great ideas, but she doesn't take them for herself. She always manages to give them away. And, and it's, it's super crazy. It's super crazy. She always manages to give them away. And the network loves this idea and they want, you know, her boss to run with this idea and her boss, you know, like mouse, thank you, because it kind of saved her job. But you know, here we still see, you know, Kate playing the supporting role. Yes, exactly. And when she went in there, it's like, I'm like thinking, own it, own it, own it, just own it. Like she, it's true. She's got these amazing ideas, but again, it's like you, she, like you mentioned, she's giving them away. So it goes to show you how creative she is, even though she's been out of the job work for a long time. At the end of the day, she is really intelligent. She's very creative and she's trying to find herself again. And hopefully she can find herself soon so she can really um, grow within that job that she has and do something else and being an assistant and get herself up there again and prove to them, you know, yeah, I may be out for so long, but here I am. I'm Kate and I can do this. Right, right. And, and But the crazy thing is on the flip side, now we see Tully, you know, out there getting, you know, on what looks like a date and she's meeting up with somebody. Well, we didn't know she was meeting up with somebody because at first all you see is her at the bar. So it's like, you know, she's sitting there at the bar having a drink, nothing wrong, nothing, you know, but she's sitting there alone, which for Tully, from what we've seen from her past, even from her present, Tully never really sits anywhere alone. So it's like, why is she sitting at the bar alone? But we see that she's actually waiting on a date that she thought wasn't going to show up. The guy finally shows up and she actually thought that he was blowing her off, which he wasn't. He just happens to be an EMT. Um, and you know work stuff it's it's it just happens work stuff so her first initial now we start to see kind of like how very disconnected Tully even even with everything now with all her success 
with all of her fame, with all of everything, because the guy says, I Googled you and you're really famous. And she's like, yeah. And, you know, she's so super disconnected and, you know, she's still trying to live that party life. She's still trying to live that party life. And it makes you really wonder if what John said is true. Is she that sad girl playing happy? Yeah. But also on top of what she is going through presently, she is still in a fight with Kate because she's been back and forth trying to figure out why aren't you answering my calls? Why aren't you answering my calls? Calling nonstop, sending messages like, like crazy that, you know, Kate is really still upset with her. So her going on the state on top of that, I think she just needs some of that distraction and she's afraid of losing her friendship because it seems like Kate is the only one she's got as being her true friend. That is true. That is true. So she's like, you know, she's really going through it. She's really going through it. She's calling, she's texting, she's calling, she's texting, like, just answer me, answer me, answer me already. You know, she's leaving messages. And even like, sometimes when we see her leave the network, she's just like, you know, she's on the phone, looking worried, looking frazzled, you know, leaving a message for Kate, please answer me, please call me. But then she's ready to walk out the door and see her fans and she puts on her shades and puts on the biggest smile ever and you know she's just like it's 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 crazy she's just you know she's it's almost like she's living two different lives yeah, a hundred percent. She is living living two different lives. She's living the life of this famous host, this famous star, and she with she's also dealing with all her personal stuff, but also she's dealing with the friendship that she's potentially losing. So having this state could be the distraction she needs for that moment. But again, it's like it seems like their date was very cut short. Um, you know, we don't see much of it either because they both go off and uh, do their thing. And it's like, again, she's, she's got so much she's dealing with, but we do see John head over to Kate. Sorry. Yeah. Head over to Kate and they have this conversation because she arrives late from work and says, um, thanks for making dinner and cleaning up. And he says, well, I saved a plate for you. And they have this conversation. Like you need to talk to uh, Telly. She's really like out of it. She's like in a spiral. You need to speak to Telly. And she says, I'm not going to speak to her. So she doesn't want to say too much Kate, but ends up putting it out and saying, she gave birth control to our daughter. Like, how do you feel about that? And he didn't know. So this was her moment to say, this is what's happening. This is why I'm not talking to her. So he gets super duper upset too as well. And, you know, they both talk it out. But what was interesting is how things have changed in there. I think this was before when she sat down. I don't remember, but he says, this has been one of the greatest divorces. So it seems like they parted ways mutually, even though they both, well, she was more hurt, but it's really condoning her for, I guess, not going crazy <laughs> because it right, could go. Right. In, because, in the- remember, but the, the other thing is, sorry to cut you off, is remember he was upset because he felt like she cheated with the PTA guy which she didn't. And even Tully tells him like, what they had, a, a you know, they, they crossed notes about an event for the school. Are you kidding? Like they had a big fundraiser and you're mad because what she talked to him about it. Exactly. So they did have a cordial conversation because again, we don't really see much of them from the beginning. This is just the second episode. So we're getting to know all of the characters from past, present, and you know, when they had they were working together in that time in the 80s. But they really have that conversation. He now knows about the consent form and why she's super angry and understands her point of view now, which obviously because they have 
this daughter together and Tully being the aunt. And later, which is really confusing to me because I don't remember if they tell us like a one week later or three months later. I don't even know. Do you remember <laughs> towards the end? Um, I don't know how much later it is when they make up because it's super funny because it mimics the past again where they're sitting there and you know Kate's in her house in her bedroom and Tully is chucking pebbles at her window which is something that she's done in the past when she's wanted to get Kate's attention to come downstairs and you know of course there's this balcony same way she had a balcony in in you know in her in the past and in the past she says you know come down come down and it's almost the same exact conversation word for word you know this is crazy it's the middle of the night except for this time in the present Tully says well, I've been calling you and texting you and you wouldn't answer me. So I didn't know how else to get a hold of you. So, but in both instances, Kate comes down and meets her. And this is where we actually in the past see the fireflies of Firefly Lane because they go for a night bike ride, these two girls. And it is so awesome you know, they're on his country road, no one's bothering them. And they're just being children and being free and not, they're, they're enjoying the moment. But then now in the present, they are sitting on, you know, the patio and talking about when they're you know retired and they're going to have a farm with a chicken farm on an exotic island but chickens kind of creep kate out so they're going to have an exotic goat farm with 10 with a goat tender's name sven and gunther who don't speak english <laughs> But you see the friendship and they're having, you know, this amazing hypothetical situation conversation and the love between each other. And you knew at some time this had to come full circle where they were talking to each other. You just didn't know when. But you see how great this is, how amazing this is. And it's just like, oh, my goodness these two are really friends and we also see get to see how believe it or not even though Tully is the outgoing one how dependent upon Kate she is because she falls asleep on Kate's shoulder and it's like and and, and Kate just sits there you know making sure that her friend is secure. And, and that is the sweetest thing. But then we actually switch and we see Tully, I mean, Kate looking off into the distance. It's daytime. And we see her daughter walk up to her and it seems like they're at a funeral but we're not sure for who. So we will have to see. And that's where it kind of got to me. And then, you know, the daughter says, I really miss her. And she looks at her daughter and also she's like, I really miss her too. And then there was a comment exchange of, wow, those earrings are so big. She says, yeah, only Aunt Tully would um only aunt tully would give something big 
And she responds something along the lines of, yeah, I just don't understand why she would give a baby real diamonds or something like that. <laughs> so, right. right. But, but it leaves us in a cliffhanger of right. like, yeah. Cause we're trying to figure out who is the person or is it just something formal? Is it something where Tully's just leave? I mean, yeah, Tully's leaving. You know what? What's going on? Because, as you guys know from recaps we've done in the past, sometimes what we think isn't necessarily what it is. And that's the thing—the <laughs> beauty of these recaps and watching it episode by episode. But overall, this was a great episode. It was nicely done. I'm really getting into the show because, again, it's two women who are complete opposites, have grown into different paths of life. One who is super successful and one's just down to earth and, you know, live that normal life. And it's interesting how one, they both cling on each other, but one more than the other because of her past. So it's, it's such, it's, going great so far that's what i'm really trying to say it's going great and i can't wait for episode three neither can i neither can i so is it safe to say we can wrap this thing up let's wrap it up so guys as always be good to yourselves and be good to each other and that's all we have for now so guys what do you think what did you think of the ending oh my goodness do you also have questions are you watching along with us because you if you're not you're missing out but don't worry guys if you're not we're still here to give you the goods but as always guys be good to yourselves be good to each other and happy shopping